0: It's like the first thing you tell anyone about Calgary. You're like the Rocky Mountains. What, think- what it was like when you
1: first got to it. What's the <laughs> <country>? <laughs> So we have our first guest on our podcast. He's Dr. Bader. He's a first-year Hemong Fellow. He's an exceptional candidate to look at because he did his medical school in Jordan and did residency in New Jersey and he's doing his fellowship now. He will be a great uh, person to talk with and just get his understanding of what is expected from a medical student. So, Dr. Bader. Hey, how's it going? Hey, guys. How are you? Pretty good.
0: Hello. Thank you so much for taking the time to um chat with us today too oh no of course no of course
2: (laughs) all right so um i've been doing this like at least for like what five years now finished residency i did one year back home in jordan i did uh one year of internal medicine back home came here to the u.s uh three years and now i'm like halfway through the first year of uh, fellowship so
1: so we did like sgu we did caribbean two years um Mm -hmm. so and then we came to like clinicals the biggest thing we saw in clinicals was like there was a lot of people telling you what to do when you come into the hospital like it's your first day and you know basic gist of like how to write a note like a soap note
2: so the first thing like that happens is the like difficulty in transition is just, like um dealing with the, the like residents themselves like you know patients um live like in the rooms and whatever it can be it can be like difficult at first but the best thing to do like before we start and discuss anything else is um finding a good team to round with or like some decent residents to be with right. that are willing to teach and be okay with like you know um having like someone who's fresh out of um medical school this is the best thing you would like get the problem is like let's face it in the real world uh you wouldn't know who you're put with there's like a scale from one to ten of like residents being helpful and willing to teach and showing um you like you know the way to start and deal with it um unfortunately most of the people like are below five i'll 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 talk about myself like i am uh, maybe around five the problem is like it gets like you go in like to work to like you know just finish your notes see your patience try to chill for a little bit and like it is it is like a burden to have a student i'll be very honest with you guys (laughs) But, yeah, no, we but...
0: we feel that way.
2: Of course, I know. At least I no, feel let's, that let's let's way. Let's be honest here. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'll tell you like, I'm like what. I'm a so reson-
0: sorry to bother you, but like, I
2: can I help with this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does happen. That's honestly for me what I saw here in the U.S. That is the like, unfortunately, the worst thing for um. A, Person from medical school to go into clinicals. That's the worst thing because it's not that like uh, streamlined, I would say, especially with rounds Mm -hmm. and the residents. Because whatever we had like back home again, it's a little bit different because we round with attendings, teaching rounds, bedside. So Mm -hmm. that's like a little bit different. Here, I don't know like about other um, hospitals, but I do know for a fact that students that come maybe in these areas, Florida also has the same experience of like being with residents most of the time and having didactics obviously with some of the attendings mm-hmm. but what's more most important like for me for you guys for someone whoever is like a third year or just starting or a fourth year the most important thing is first of all forget about books you world whatever try your best to find a team or a resident who is willing to be with you, have like patience for teaching and showing you like rounds every single day, how they interact with the nurses, the patients in the rooms, examine them. That is honestly the most important thing to start with.
0: Mm-hmm. I think you you bring up a really good point actually because I that was actually kind of my expectation going into clinicals. Like I thought, you know, like the team that I was placed with would kind of like pick a patient for me and give it to me because it was like, something that I could handle or like something that was like reasonable for like a brand new medical student to tackle. But basically like we came in, they would just be like, just pick someone and like present them even like for us, like moving into our own residencies, like keeping in mind that like, if we have students, it's probably a good idea to pick one that is, you know, like doesn't have 50 comorbidities and like, Mm
2: -hmm. um, like a
0: million medications. (laughs) Um, No, you're right. You're right. To kind of ease into it a little bit.
2: Of course, of course, it should be like as I said. Like that's a problem. It's not something that you will find in books or whatever, like MixApp or like U World starting like clinicals. This is the first block. This is the first step. Is like finding some people who would like, you know, be careful when they um give you assignments or like making you round with them or like giving you a patient or two to start from the big be- like ground up. As you said, like not that complicated. Not being like in the hospital for like 30 days waiting for social work that is that is wrong that's like just just like you know trying like to push you guys to like go and just like leave them alone like i'll be honest it happened a million times (laughs) (laughs) we saw like a lot of students we were students before it happens like no one should like take it as like you know um personally because it's something there like unfortunately in the culture of residents so this is my next question for you guys are you like rotating mostly in the hospitals affiliated obviously with sgu or do you pick and choose can you go to like uh university hospitals like teaching facilities like or it's not up to you like this is very important
1: what happens is like in your uh last term of your clinicals they basically like ask you like what are the top three states you want to go to but most and you you will have to go to an affiliate of SGU, and yeah you can do that in your fourth year go to non-affiliate hospitals um Um, people can do that. I think you can do up to like 12 weeks of like non-affiliate hospitals in your fourth year. Got it. Got
0: it. We typically, it's like a lot more challenging to rotate at university hospitals because a lot of them, especially with the pandemic, say like no foreign graduates or something like that. So like that includes us. So like I said, we we typically end up more at these um, community hospital type places.
2: Got it. Got it. I understand but yeah like it's not like the like literally like uh it's not a deal breaker you're not gonna learn you have a lot of like uh opportunities to like uh learn in these hospitals and our hospital is one of them like her so that it's like it is there if someone if a student wants to learn and see something and see patients and like train in a proper way it is there but again It's not books. It's not your world. We'll come to that. Like, it's very important. I'll talk about a little bit about what to study and how to, like, tackle, like, clinicals. And your, like, step two and even step three, some people do it before residency. That's very important. Or maybe the first year. But before all that, again, I would suggest, and the best thing to do is try your best, even if the residence is not, like, that, like, cooperative, like, is not, like, uh, with you all the time or not giving you um, whatever, like, uh, assignments and things to do with patients. You try your best to go and talk to them and um, just explain and express your um, desire to learn and do it in a proper way because you feel lost. Do not, like, just be afraid or, like, just... Uh, talk to them in like whatever way that, that they, you think they are busy. We're not busy. We're not. <laughs> we, we are a little bit for an hour or two, but we can spare at least a, an hour or two to teach a student easily. Mm-hmm. So that's like something that you guys have to take the initiative, as they say, and like try to um, talk to them about it. And if things like fail and you think that you literally is not like getting anything new and not like taking any proper training i would suggest go to the coordinator that has like the student like whatever and just let them like replace you because like you know that's yeah. the first thing to start do not like you're paying money to learn to the schools and whatever you need to learn in the proper way in a clinical setting with the start of exposure to patients and seeing patients with the residents and making the residents like you know pick on you with like uh, clinical scenarios basic stuff examination history taking evaluate your history taking so start from there
1: for sure and I like I like the idea of like you taking initiative everyone's told us like to take initiative but like I feel like I understand what taking initiative means now for a person who just comes into hospital and doesn't know what real initiative means like do you like run around a resident like what is it like what how would you describe taking initiative for like a student for be
2: Right. So I do understand, like, you mean the first like couple of days or a week or two with mm-hmm. not knowing nothing, like uh, you're not going to go like first day and just like start, like taking a couple of patients and taking history and exam examine the first day of clinicals, like at mm-hmm. least like uh, the initiative to be like, to be honest, like if we're like talking about a real world thing to shadow, like for at least the first week or something, see mm-hmm. how the dynamic is learning the hospital, And after that, like, after a week or two maximum, or not even two, it's like a week, you will try to um, take the initiative as, like, whatever you witnessed and shadowed in the first week. Whatever the resident was doing, you will try to, like, imitate and, like, do the same thing that they did with the patients, especially like new patients that you see, like the being admitted every other day or like every day in the team, Mm -hmm. how they tackled it from the ground up, how they saw the patient, that is like what you have to do in the second week or like third week maximum. Mm -hmm. So if that's not happening, you need to take that initiative to tell them that you need to like move a step forward and try to uh, start with, like dealing with the patients physically and having like you know like they depend on you to be the one in um yeah taking care of the patient so
1: see like that is the like such like important point like I like wish I knew that before I was like starting because like I, I will tell you an example like this happened like both of us like we like by initiative I literally just thought like we are gonna sit and whenever the uh president gets up we we're gonna get up right mm-hmm. and this one time and this was like i think surgery rotation and yeah. we were both together and like our resident got up and we like went right after him and then he's yeah. like i'm just going to the bathroom or something this no
0: <laughs> i think like he said like you brought up a lot of good points um because we were we were definitely kind of just like thrown in into like a situation we had no idea. Um, My first rotation ever was OB and I don't think that they knew that it was my first rotation. So I literally like, I would just stand behind them.
2: No, listen, I'll be uh, like honest with you with this one thing. It's the same thing almost like 95% of all the places. It's like literally like uh, confusing, weird, and uh a new thing for the first couple of weeks for every single student in any country it's not even in the US so. mm-hmm. it's it's something new it's like meeting like these people every day and like you know most of them are like overwhelmed let's like let's, let's throw this out like a little bit for everyone who wants to start cuz like whoever you're rounding with is mostly first year or second years for, like residents mm-hmm. and these yeah. people like sometimes like these like first years let's say they're even like more confused like than <laughs> you are like <laughs> it happens like, the, like it is like uh it's like something like new to them And uh, maybe after even, like, six months of, like, training, they're, like, still fresh. They're, like, barely, like, doing their notes at the end of the day, you know? And um, they are not, like, prepared to, like, teach someone, you know, like, they, it's uh, up to the person himself of what you get. You can try your best to, like, you know, get the best possible, like, experience. But, again, it's, like, a little bit biased because you're rotating with residents like that's like you know with from different like regions from have like different like knowledge and background so eh, it gets tricky so now like the best thing to do is what would you guys do to learn like in a clinical way even like let's say you're in the most average um program ever and the average resident who's not like doing their best job to give you the clinical stuff I think that's like where we have to like discuss like next Mm -hmm. so
0: I think one of the things that like we both learned on clinicals was that you know you can learn probably the most from your patients themselves Mm -hmm. and I think that was our experience especially where we did our core rotations it was it's definitely a community hospital and there's definitely not a lot of formal teaching that happened we both ended up Um, we learned a lot and we, and we performed well on our shelf exams, I think because of the like actual clinical exposure we got and like making the most, like learning the most that we could from our individual patients. And we were really lucky. Like we, we saw a lot of pathology, um, and a lot of different comorbidities at our program. So we got to learn how to manage pretty complex patients, pretty quickly. I think Um, like, there wasn't a lot, there weren't a lot of like bread and butter cases for us to just kind of like dive into. So we were, we were really in the weeds um, on these really complex cases from the beginning. And I think because of that, like, because we would go, you know, like pick our patient, read up on them and then spend a ton of time on up to date and, you know, like all these different sources trying to just wrap our head around what was happening to our patient. I think that's kind of where we did most of our learning.